Hey guys, this is Eric Helgeson, and this is my podcast, Uncomfortably Single. Today what we're going to talk about is the thing that no one really wants to have happen in your life. It's called divorce. Uh, Unfortunately, I experienced this. My kids have, my family has, and my friends have, and so has my ex. This has affected so many people in my life that it sickens me, honestly. It, I, it's not a fun thing to have happen. Over the last couple of years since I've been divorced, I've had a lot of people come up to me, and men and women, and say, you know, you live such a cool life. We wish we could go out like you do. We wish you could live the life that you do. You don't. And that's exactly the answer I say to all of them. You don't want my life. You don't. If you're thinking about getting divorced or you're unhappy in your marriage, step back. Step back. Think about all the stuff you would lose. And I don't think we all do that. When you get divorced, you lose a shitload of stuff. And I'm not talking about material things. Screw all that material stuff. I don't care about that house that I had. I don't care about any of it. I offered up my house to my ex-wife because I wanted her to be happy. I'm talking about the relationships, the th- like all of that stuff you lose, the relationships, the, 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 the talking, the communication, the just being reasonable with people and with your, with your, with your ex-spouse, all of it. You lose so much more than material things in divorce that you can't, it, it doesn't even pay for it. At least that's how I feel. Um, so my advice, if you're getting divorced, please listen to this. Or you're thinking about getting divorced, please listen to this. If you think your marriage is salvageable, please listen to me. And I'm going to walk you through why I think you should get divorced and why I think you shouldn't get divorced. So... I'm not going to give you guys a whole lot of detail out of respect for my ex-wife about why we got divorced, how we got divorced, and what all happened. That's between her and I, and that's going to stay between her and I. Um, All I'm going to talk to you about is what happened after. So after her and I have gotten divorced, and I'll tell you this, her and I probably could have ended up together and probably could have made it work, but we didn't. We failed. We failed our kids. We failed our families. We failed God. I made a promise to her. She made a promise to me. And we failed. We both did. No matter what, in any relationship, in any divorce, most of them, I can't say any, 90% of them, it's both parties. It's not just one. It's both people. I made mistakes. She made mistakes. We all make mistakes. It's how you're going to figure them out. And that's, it's to be married. I was married for 11 years. I mean, that's not a long time, but that's long enough. So I think if you're married that long, you should be able to figure it out. You know each other. At that point, you know the ins and outs. We had two kids together. You should know each other up and down. You should be able to communicate and talk. If you can't talk to your spouse about how you're feeling, that's already a big issue. Communication is everything everything in a marriage and if you feel like you can't talk to your spouse 
You need to figure out how. You need to. And if you're scared to or you're scared to ruffle feathers, you need to talk. So that's my two cents on you guys got to stay together. If you can, if it's, if it's, if there's no physical abuse, mental abuse, alcoholism, um, any of those things, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that warrant being getting divorced out of, from no matter what religious background you have, uh, Christian, whatever, Christians, whatever, even morally from a society standard, you know, get divorced for the right reasons. But if you're just going to get divorced because, you know what, I don't love him anymore or, you know what, they're not the same, they're not the person I married or these other things and you have kids, like it's not a, I, my personal opinion, and this is probably going to sound wrong to the Christian people in my life, that if you don't have kids and something changes or something doesn't feel right between you two and you don't have kids and you know what, and you know in your heart of heart that it's not going to work, I think it's okay to get divorced. That's my opinion, and I know I probably offended some of my Christian friends there, but that's my opinion. But I think if you have kids involved, and it sounds so biased and so wrong, and I know a lot of you are going to get offended by this. If you have kids, you committed to this to this relationship before you had kids. You com- When you had kids, you both committed to having kids together. While you're married. So I've seen what divorce has done to my children. It's awful. If you know me, if you know how I deal with my kids, when they cry, I cry. When I hurt, when they hurt, I hurt. It's awful. Watching what my kids have gone through through divorce sucks. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And so I have spent so many nights staying up, thinking about how my kids are doing, how I can help them, that you don't even think about that while you're sitting in a courtroom arguing over stupid things or you're looking across at your attorneys and they're arguing over money and you don't even care. Like you don't even know. You don't even know. None of that shit matters. Money doesn't matter. Material things don't matter. Hurting your kids fucking sucks. It sucks. And I'm sorry that I swore there, but that's totally 100% true. So, right after I got divorced, in the previous episode, like I said, I tried dating and I had I had some things going on. But I realized pretty quickly that when I had the kids, I needed to be there. Um, I take being a father very very seriously and one thing one the second i failed them the second i failed them as a father being a a christian father being a dad to stay together with their mom once i failed them at that i was not gonna fail i'm not going to i will never fail them again i won't i will make that promise to the day i die that i will not fail them in being a dad again they might not like the answers i give them they might not like me but I'm not I'm gonna do what I feel is the best thing I can as a dad. And that has affected my dating life so much. It has affected my dating life so much. 
Um, my ex started dating right, like right away, and she hasn't been single since our divorce. She dated a guy for a while and then broke up with him and then met a new guy right away and started dating him. Now they're engaged after like six or seven months. And I've seen how the kids have reacted to how she's handled things. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just seeing how, I'm just saying I've seen how the kids have reacted to that side of things. And it's not good all the time. And I'm not saying I'm a perfect dad. I'm not saying I'm a perfect man. But I've seen how my children have reacted to bringing people in and out of lives, like introducing men in their lives when they're not ready for it. You know, I, I amassed it like this. If you're walking down a, a hallway and you see the light at the end of the tunnel, are your kids walking in front of you? Are your kids walking behind you? Are they walking next to you? What I mean by that, if your kids are walking in front of you, that means they want you to find somebody. They see the light. They want to get to that light with you. If your kids are walking behind you and you're dragging them along with you, and maybe one falls down and needs to tie their shoe, what I mean by that, they're not ready to bring someone into their lives. They're not ready for you to introduce them to, to a man or a woman. They're not ready. So I would very highly recommend saying this, that walking hand in hand with your kids or having your kids out in front of you when you're bringing people in and out of your life is very important to them. Maybe not as much to you, but it's very important to them. You have to make sure that all parties are healed when you get divorced. And that's something I never thought about, ever even knew. No one ever talked. There's no book on this. There's no pamphlet they hand out in the courtroom saying, how do you handle your freaking kids after divorce? Because all the kids handle it differently. But you know what? They are a little bit the same. Kids need stability. We need stability as people. And one of the, this is, I know I said this in the last episode. One of the best things I've done is incorporate a lot of good friends around me. Another one of the best, actually, I'll completely circumvent that. The best thing I've done is I've been a dad. I've been the best dad I could possibly be. And I'm not perfect, but I've literally focused on my kids. And I've lost relationships over it. I have met probably two or three very nice, genuine women that I've let go, that I let go because... I wasn't ready yet. And what I mean by that is I wasn't ready to introduce my kids. I've seen my kids struggle with this stuff. And I'm, I wasn't ready. I can't do that to them. As a parent, I can't bring that to them. I'm the safe spot. I have to be. I have to be the person that they look at and there's there's got to be stability. That's what we are. We're parents. We are parents above anything else. So now that I've ripped that one apart, going through divorce and doing all this stuff isn't fun. Like I've, made, I've obviously made that point. But it's not a bad thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to this point. Being divorced isn't awful. I, I'm way happier than I ever have been. 
I am. And it's, it's, if my ex ever hears this, she's going to be pissed and mad. But it's true. I'm happier now than I ever have been. Because I know who, I'm back to who I am. And she probably is happy too. And I hope she's happy. You want that person to be happy. I do. I want her to be happy. I'm not scornful. I'm not mad. It was a mutual thing. I want her to be happy. What sucks about the position that we're in is that now, especially when I'm dating somebody, is, okay, how are your kids going to mix with my kids? This has gone through my head. How are your kids going to mix with my kids? How are... How, how am I going to mix with your kids? How are you going to mix with my kids? And it's just, a, it's a confusing, I mean, it's just even me saying that. I can't believe I actually spit that out. It's hard. You you think about all these things. And maybe that's just me being a dad. And maybe that's just me being me. But it that's why I think has made dating so hard. Is because I think of my kids first. 100%. So my advice to anybody who's thinking about getting divorced or going through divorce is think about your kids. Go to your kids. Make sure that they have, if they need therapy, get them in therapy. I've tried it. We've tried it with my daughter and it hasn't always worked the greatest. She's not great at talking. She doesn't want to talk to people about her feelings. But try, communicate with your children. Listen to what they have to say. Their feelings matter, just like yours. You're not the only one going through this. Um, the other half is my family. My I was very, very, very close with my ex-wife's uh, family. And we were a tight-knit group and friends and all that stuff was involved. I think you have to step back and you can't get mad at people for either choosing sides or kind of distancing. Like they need to be away from that. They don't, people don't want drama in their lives. So if you have it's, a divorce is nothing but drama. People talk, especially where we are at in life. People want to talk. People want to communicate. Well, he did this and she did this. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Only you and her know exactly what happened. Only you and her. So, you can't get mad at people for taking sides. What I told my family while I was going through divorce was this. We're not going to get involved in talking shit about the other family. We will not. I demanded that out of my entire family. And my family was so supportive and so amazing. My sisters, my mom, and my dad were right behind me, and they have been right behind me since the day this all started. You cannot go in, you cannot have a healthy relationship, especially if you have children, and talk shit about the other family. You can't. We're all adults. You need to keep it together. At the end of the day, those are my kids' grandparents. That's my kid's mom. I don't want people talking shit about me. And so if they're going to, you gotta be the, you gotta be the bigger person. You gotta move on. You have to move on and just suck it up. And it's worked out very well for me. I'll t and I'm not saying I need anything out of it, 
What I'm saying is not going to that level and keeping things clean as much as possible, as much as possible. And it's hard. Trust me. It is so hard. There's times you just want to just, ah, you want to just let everyone know what the, what really was up, what happened. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're the bigger person. You have to be. And if both of you go that route, kudos to both of you. Because that shows you are both extremely mature individuals. Then it is about the children. If you can make your divorce not about you, not about the fight. If you can make it about making those two kids or three kids or how many kids you have better, you are both amazing people. And you are so far ahead of what you even think you are. You guys are doing great. What's been very hard for me and the kids is, so I've really, like, it's always, it's not easy. I'll say this. It's not easy when your ex is dating somebody. I don't care who you are or what you say. The first time you hear that they actually have a serious partner, you're like, ah, shit, really? Who is this person? You kind of want to know. You want to try to figure it out. Is he good? How is he going to be around my kids? How is she going to be around my kids? You kind of want to know. And especially women. I know all you women really want to know who the hell is this next guy is or whatever or the next girl is or whatever. Um, it's hard. So for me, my ex had, a, had dated a guy for a while and it didn't work out. I actually got to meet that guy and I didn't have a whole lot of opposition to that except for that, you know, a few things here and there that I'll, I shared with my ex that I had some problems with. But in general, I didn't have a ton. Um, this next guy, I don't really, I haven't met yet. Don't really know. Um, but they're engaged already. So, and I see now that as like my, I hear, you hear what your kids say. You hear them talk and talk and talk about this person. And you have to keep a clear mind. I know it's so hard. It is so hard. But you have to keep a clear head about this person. Because... The kids won't, sometimes the kids will love them and sometimes the kids won't love them. And you have to treat that person and that situation the way you'd want to be treated. Meaning, say I'd bring a woman into my life and I'd introduce the kids to them. I don't want, I don't want my ex just hounding me or coming after me about this relationship unless I'm affecting the kids. If there's something that is detrimental to my children, I would talk to me about it. I'm an open book when it, if you're going to be, if you're just going to be jealous that I'm with somebody, that's a whole different aspect. But treat, treat that relationship the way you'd want and talk. Like it's, I've had a lot of conversations with my daughter about how and why Mom is here and mom is dating this guy and that you have to give him a chance. You have to because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be in this situation eventually where I'm going to introduce a woman to these kids and that I'm going to have to have those same conversations.
So treat people the way you'd want to be treated. It's very hard in divorce. Trust me, it is so hard. But treat the people, treat your ex, treat their the people they're bringing in. You have to treat them the way you'd want to be treated. Now, dealing with, now, okay, so we've transitioned from the whole divorce thing through kids and all this stuff to now we are at the point where your ex is now going to get remarried. And I'm not going to lie, you you hear that. And it, the second I heard my ex, it was actually from my daughter. I actually, I heard this and I was like, what? Like, like, what? Really? Like, it's only been like six months that they've been dating. And it, I just, there's a whole lot of fury of like things that went through my head. Like, first it was like, are you, are you nuts? Are you thinking about the kids? Because I know the kids didn't like, the kids didn't, weren't over, overly supportive about this. And then there's things like, like, wow, like you just got into this relationship. Is this the right, is this the right guy for you? Is this the right guy for the kids? Is this the right guy for everything? Like, I don't even know this guy. Is he, you don't know the background. I have no idea. This guy could be the craziest motherfucker in the world, but I don't know this. You don't know. Like, she doesn't like, do you actually know this guy? So before I overreacted to anything, it's hard. I'm just telling you, it's hard. Especially when I, I mean, I was married to her for 11 years. And it's only been, it was only a year and a half, not even a year and a half. It was only a year, about, about a year and a half until we were after divorce. So she was reengaged. So you sit back and you try to take it all in. And you want to make the right decision. But I'll tell you what, I don't support it. I'm not going to support it. I think it's wrong. And I've seen how it has affected my kids. It's not easy to watch your kids struggle. And so when my daughter heard this, it was very hard on her. Very hard. Because at that moment, she knew mom and dad were never going to be together again. And it crushed her. And it was actually like on her birthday, which was even more messed up in my opinion, or right around her birthday. And so she's going to remember that. There's no sensitivity to things. And I feel if you have your emotions in check and you know the situation, if you actually, it's so easy. I'll tell you this. It's so easy to fall in love nowadays. If you actually meet someone you like, you fall in love and there's that six month to two year period where you see nothing wrong with the person you're with. Everything is great. Everything is amazing. This person is the best thing ever. And then life happens. And then you realize no one's perfect. And you realize that this person has maybe isn't the person you thought they were. And so that's where where I come from. I was so sad for my daughter when I got those texts. Because she was crushed. She was crushed. 
And it wasn't because mom and dad were never going to get back together. It's because there was no consideration for her feelings. None. And that's what sucks as a parent, is you can't control that other side. Now that we're divorced, you can't control what the other side does. Just like she can't control what I do. And you have to hope and pray that it somewhat mimics your morals. It somewhat mimics what you want. And it doesn't. It never does. And like I told you, the people who can mutually come together and make their situations really good, kudos to you guys. Because that is what being an adult is about, is you think about the kids before you think about yourself. So, if you're thinking about getting divorced, how did the last 25 minutes sound? Not so hot. I'm not going to lie. I did say in there, I have had a really good life. I'm a lot happier now. But my kids aren't. I also said, when my kids cry, I cry. And it's been a rough... I'm not going to lie, it's been a rough two years for my kids. A lot of growing up. More growing up. I've had more adult conversations in the last two years with my daughter than I ever wanted to have. So, if your relationship is salvageable, if you think you can get through this point, and go to therapy, talk to people. Communication is everything in life. Everything. Between friends, family, spouses, kids, everything. If you can't communicate to people how you're feeling, it's not going to work. You're not going to get to where you want to be. So, I hope this has helped some of you. I hope this is like this is. I hope this has opened some of your eyes. Is eyes? There you go. Um, this has been real. And I probably shared a little bit more than I wanted to. But like I said, that's what I'm going to do on this. So thank you for listening. Once again, this is Eric Helgeson with Uncomfortably Single. Bye-bye.